Shalom and thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Elect Life Podcast Edition with Liz McGee. We hope you enjoy the journey as Liz takes you through her mystical insights from ancient Jewish writings. You'll find more info on the website at theelectlife.org. So go check it out and make sure you have oil in your lamp for the coming of Mashiach. And now your host, Liz McGee. Well, shalom, shalom. I don't know about you guys, but I'm so ready to go home. I just hate this world. It is so ripe for judgment, and I say, Father, just bring it on. So I just want to um, talk a little bit about today. You know, there's another whole revelation or insight or uncovering that has been going on where people are understanding about the two seed lines, the sons of Cain and the sons of Adam. Eve had two races in her body, and this archetype is played out over and over again. Rachel had two seeds in her belly, Esau and uh, Jacob. This is, this is not, that's an archetypal reference to the fact that there are these two bloodlines that curse, that, that carouse through all of us. But what I want to say today, uh, I have found actually one of the best depictions of sort of what's going on with this can be found in another place. Get ready. <laughs> and it, it's called the Book of Moses, which is a late, Latter-day Saint, a Book of Mormon. Uh, everybody knows I read broadly. I read critically. I'm not afraid to read. I have, a, I have the mind of Christ. The anointing that is in me will lead me into all truth. I believe it. As long as I keep my heart pure, I stay focused on Yahweh, and as long as my meetos, my character, stays pure and holy and sanctified. I allow the Father to continue to cleanse me every day. But uh, there's what we're seeing today. Uh, I mean, hey, we're in the birth pangs. Things are wrapping up escalate more and more the chaos is only going to increase <laughs> you know one of the prophecies that came out just before around covid people were saying you know where it came buckle up buckle up baby because it's going to be a very bumpy ride uh but there's a verse in uh uh psalm two one and it says why do the nations rage uh and the people uh Oh my gosh, how, and people plot in vain, which is where we today, why? why? You know, sometimes I just, I don't get it. You can do this the easy way or the hard way. And for some reason, mankind always chooses the hard way, whatever. But the nations, first of all, that's the word goyim. It's the mixed multitude. Because uh, we're to come out of, we're not part, if you're, if you're a believer, if you're truly sanctified, set apart, elect, this believer, you have come out of the nations, you know, come out of her, my people, so that you do not receive her plagues. Uh, in, 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 um, okay, so I don't want to go into too much depth on this stuff, but the, the nations, the 70 nations, there's this concept, goes back to Babel. Uh, but the nations are a mixed multitude. All right, they're there. But we 
you're part of that, have been cleansed, have been made whole, have been given a new, uh, uh, like our whole DNA, meant uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, our minds, everything were renewed day by day <clears throat> and made new in the tree of life. But not so for the mixed multitude. Yet anyways, uh, anybody, anytime, any moment, every second, you know, today is Sunday. Uh, Sunday represents Hesed. It's the first day of the week. And it represents the first and foremost quality of Elohim that he has promised will be with us. Like the sun comes up every morning and it's his Hesed. It's not his love. God is love. You know, it just loves everybody. Just do whatever you want. God's going to love you. What a lie, people. No. It means that every day his loving kindness will be there. If you want to turn, if you want to repent, he's, his mercy will be there. It will never fail. So if you hear that, whatever, it will never fail. Praise Elohim. So why do the why do these nations rage? Uh, which it's it's a rage. It's 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 to be in complete turmoil, upheaval, chaos, a huge commotion, uh, uproar, and the people. And as I've said, there's two kinds of people on the planet. You know, we're supposed to be mustering on the holy hill, the holy mountain. See, ecclesia, which is what the word is, the New Testament word for the elect, for those who, who join again into the covenant of all Israel. We are supposed to be, be assembling on the holy mount. This is all allegorically spiritual initially right now. As our minds get renewed, we, we, we transcend this world. We are no longer of this world and of its, its, its conformities and its wickedness. But the word, you know, to um, plot, all right, and they plot in vain. Plot's a very bad translation. Actually, I hate these translations. People, we're at the end of the game of telephone. Just throw your translations away. Get one or two Bibles. Get into the Hebrew. Learn the letters. Learn their combinations, which is, oh, okay. Learn how they make, they, they're living, this is, as I said in some of my, the word of Elohim, these 22 letters and the 10 sephirah is the 32 paths of wisdom. That is the sum total of all the knowledge of Elohim that we have had since Adam all through the ages, through the righteous remnant, through our prophets. Okay. But they, you know, to, to plot, it's not the word plot, it means to, to, to like, moan and groan and speak it, it's an it, it's a verbal word and um you can either gnash your teeth at the father or you can meditate it, there's two totally different mindsets here in the picture is the way the word is used and translated it, it, it it's two total opposites you can either meditate on the father on his goodness on his precepts on his torah on or you can gnash your fist which and to gnash one's teeth, which is an idiom, idiom in the Old Testament. And really what it's saying is, you know, you, you clench your fist. You express anger and frustration, contempt. It's a very verbal, vocal display of anger, irritation, contempt, complaint, um, usually expressed with strong emotions and rage. Now, that's not what's happening in our streets today. I don't know what else you call it. <laughs> but... Uh, it's not going to produce good fruit. Wisdom is justified of her children. And the fruit of this thing, 
It's not going to work, people. You're not going to rid the world of this, the racial injustice or whatever, economic injustice or gender injustice or, you know, whatever kind of injustice. It's not going to happen. You know, it's just, he get, the father gave us from Adam, people. Through Noah with the Noahide laws, through Moshe with the Ten Commandments, he gave us the blueprint on how to live in peace and harmony and, and produce a peaceable kingdom. It's not rocket science, okay? But the reason I like this text out of the LDS writings, the Book of Moses, and you know what? It's, there is no reason to believe whatever you think of Joseph Smith and the whole thing. And frankly, I don't know the whole story per se, but I do know that as we have um, archaeologically and through many different ways unearthed so much of the ancient text and the ancient understanding the ancient mindset, the bigger picture is coming into focus. But um, these are supposedly texts that he got from Egypt because there was a whole movement going on archaeologically starting about 150 years ago where people were going back into Egypt and, and excavating. And not only the whole Mideast has been under huge archaeological um, excavation at all sorts of levels uh, since about them. And things are coming to light because the father said that every hidden thing is going to come into the light. So it wouldn't surprise me at all that Joseph Smith would have access to texts because they were circulating all over at this time, beginning to come in. And that there would be this, um, the scrolls he got would begin to have a bigger picture, a different understanding, a little closer to the truth. Okay, now I'm not, just, just relax, I'm not, okay, just relax, just Knowledge is information. Knowledge is power. Knowledge helps you think critically. Okay? So, um, but what he talks about, see, there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. These instigators, these Illuminati, these Luciferians, these um, have been with us from the get-go, from Cain. So, uh, in the Book of Mormon, chapter 5, it talks about, and this is the word, that, that Cain became a master mayhun. I think I'm saying that right. Mayhun. Which is so interesting, because uh, you're so close to master mason. No accident, people. This concept, this secret society, this is so been with us and has been so hidden, except for the very elites and those um, Tremendous, and it's really been totally understood. And this is what our Torah sages have kept for us in the text through this, as they have encoded understandings into the letters, into the words, parts, much deeper meanings, the sod left. I mean, you don't want to go teaching your kindergartner all about this, you know, the master mehan and all these wicked people that conspire and plot against the righteous. Okay, let the kid have a little innocence, a little peace. But for an adult, as you get older, <laughs> we're supposed to know our enemy. I was very clear. Do not be stupid. You're supposed to be harmless as a dove, but you're supposed to be wise as a serpent. You're supposed to know what your enemy is doing and can do. I mean, I, all right, I'm not going to lecture, but anyways, so talks about this master Mahon, and let me just screen share something quick. I'll go into this. So it says here in the little chapter encapsulation at the very beginning it says adam and eve bring forth children plural children adam offers sacrifice and serves elohim cain and abel are born look at cain rebels loves satan more than elohim and becomes perdition 
This is where we start to get this sons of perdition. Murder and wickedness spread, always contrast, yet the gospel is preached from the beginning. So it, um, you know, let's go down here, some of this stuff, and, you know, we know this. See, this is what I mean, people, because this one of the reasons that got me on my journey was like, I was, well, Adam and Eve are sacrificing from the get-go. So where did they get that information? Where did Adam and Eve get this understanding that they're supposed to teach their sons this? That this is, this, this is part of the believer's life, in a sense, to offer up to hell. Well, and I won't go into that, but you have to critically think. I mean, what's going on here? I'm so tired of these pastors and their little kindergarten Sunday school sermons that don't teach the saint anything, do not equip them. And that's why here we are in COVID with 100% less Laodicean church that everybody, even myself now, considers completely non-essential. Because these pastors that are still, this is my one rabbit trail, they're still in complying with these godless policies of the wicked New World Health Order. That's not even a... The World Health Order is not even an American institution. It's not nothing to do with it. These are godless people trying to foist on us. But that's another whole video. But the point is, in the Bible is very clear about the two bloodlines. So we start with Cain. And again, Satan's so cagey because some of the names are so close. You got a lot of the same names in the lineage of Cain that you have over here in the lineage of Adam. So yes, you have to pay very close attention to the details so you can keep it all straight. But um, Cain, it says in the text that Cain and Lamech both became these master mayhem, mayhems. So, and that they were, um, were both the masters of a great secret. And they were, you know, keepers of a great secret. So, what is this great secret? And this great secret goes back down into, is, is a, equated with this other dice of secret combinations. So, like, again, what is all this alluding to? But, um, so let me date prophecy, even his wife. I should, uh, da, da, da. and Satan came among them saying, I'm also a son of God. And he commanded them saying, believe it or not. And they believed it not. And they loved Satan more than Elohim. And man, men began from that time forth to be carnal, sensual, and devilish. Listen, from the get-go, you had two originators of the seed lines. You had Hasatan and you had um, Mashiach. And both of them are producing, but the, you, again, you'll know them by their fruit. And at this point, it's gonna, you gotta wake up people. If America does not wake up, you are being played. I mean, I'm just so sick of this whole baiting, race rise, all this stuff. This is such a plot of these wicked Mahons, master Mahons, Freemasons, whatever you wanna call them, who constantly, pit us against each other so that they can energetically stay in control, all right, through a lot, all the way through blood sacrifice and drinking of blood, to, to energetically keeping negative energies, their energies predominant in a culture. Believe me, drain the swamp is real. Okay, I don't want to do too much digressing, but you have to understand here that, that as many as believed in the sun, it says in verse 15, and repented of their sins should be saved. It's nothing new under the sun. This is a cycle. How many times are we going to cycle through this thing? All right. And this is the last cycle. I believe this is the absolute last go around the mountain, so to speak. 
and only those who can ascend the holy mountain. This is what I say. We're supposed to be assembling right now on the holy mountain, and we're supposed to be starting to make also a tumult, a noise, a battle. I'm done. I am going to battle these babies to the very end. The weapons of our warfare. No, you don't take to the streets and allow, again, this is infiltrators to come in. And no, our weapons of our warfare are not carnal. And these are the ones that will work to the pulling down of these principalities and these powers and the alliances that are made, the secret come between Satan, his, his angelic orders, those that are under him, and wicked men. We've got to get smarter than this, people. That whole George Floyd, that is the most played over playbook in the book. <laughs> I mean, it, and, there's, and, this, and he just preys on us. See, I call simple Ephraimites, stupid Ephraimites. Yes, you want justice. It's, it's in, it's, if you are an Adamite, you want justice. See, you yearn. For truth, you yearn for justice. You yearn for a peaceable kingdom. You yearn, but you don't know where to get them because you're simple. Because you're stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just done with this. <laughs> all right, Adam. All right. Let me just keep on here. The first things of the flock. We get the whole. You should read. People should read this because I think there's a ton of really good information in here. Satan said unto Cain, "Swear unto me by thy by thy throat." Other words, come into a verbal, there, you know, because life and death are in the power of the tongue, all right? Unless you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. Well, it works the same way on Satan's kingdom, all right? He does want a confession and a blood oath. Um, and, and, and if thou tell it, so, so he, in the very beginning, there was, Satan really did to, to Cain and to Hall's friend gave them tremendous secret information on how to continue to wage war successfully against the sons of Adam unless the sons of Adam got smart and understood and combated it by calling upon the name of the Lord. But the thing is, um, this is what these wicked do. And this is what they, they pit. This is the Hegelian dialect. This has been over and over. They'll pit two groups against another and cause Upward turmoil, bloodshed, you know, every evil work. But they are totally behind the scenes. And of course, nobody can spot the spotlight on them because most people, you know, today, oh, it's still, I'm wearing a tin hat. I'm like, what am I talking about? <laughs> Freemasons, blood oaths, drinking children's blood, you know, what stupid stuff. And actually, let me say this, to, to, to Ephraimites credit in the sense this is why talking to Ephraimites about all this is sometimes really hard. They're thick. Because in one sense, it's a good thing because we don't work like that. We cannot even conceive of evil. We don't think like these people do. You understand? If the Father didn't sovereignly kind of call me out and, and I had some visions and dreams that, that like, okay, he's going to show me something. I, I just knew. Well, I woke up one night in, in a total panic. Because I was like, all of a sudden, away in total blackness, 100% an inky, dark blackness. I mean, you wake up at night and it's dark out, right? I mean, that's kind of normal. This was way beyond anything. This was so supernatural. It was so dark. There was not, there was like, like what is even a concept? And it freaked me out. I was like, what the heck? It, it, it really freaked me out. The depth of the darkness that is in the heart and the soul of these people is scary as all get out. Yes. And I think that was the beginning of the Father drawing me into and, and to, to, to show me 
and a lot of people, I'm not the only one, to get an understanding. But to Ephraimite's credit, unless it's a revelation, unless the Father reveals it to you, you're just not going to believe it. We just who can believe that people would, would sacrifice babies and drink their blood? Even though it's historically in all sorts of cultures, okay? You go down to the Aztecs and we find graves of baby graves, the baby skulls, 60, 70,000. I mean, you know, what's up with that? What are these baby skulls doing at the bottom of a ziggurat? What's up with that? Or even the Bible tell you during the time in Ben-Hinnon when they were sacrificing their children to Baal. I mean, this stuff has happened repeatedly, but we just don't really know. Our teachers have not taught us what this really means. But anyways, uh, I don't want to lose my point here. But this goes on to say, and Satan swore unto Cain that he would do according to his commands. So in other words, as you come into, this is the whole thing about how to come into a a covenant with Satan. And yes, he'll give you all sorts of bells and whistles and power. It's what he tried to do to Yeshua. You know, if you'll bow down and worship, I'll give you all the kingdoms and you can just, you know, do anything but 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 of course we're talking to Yeshua. I mean it's like get behind me Satan. <laughs> Give me a break. Okay. So we have to get to that point. But the point is they he can he says it came on again. I can murder and get gain. And and he gloried in his own wickedness. See we can't understand how wicked the wicked are. You can't understand that the father is so righteous to say okay that's it end game. I am going to destroy from off the face of the earth this race of wickedness. It has to be. And now their time is full. The judgment is full. Remember in your story that, that, that uh, Jacob and the sons could not go into the promised land. They had to go down to Egypt for a whole so, sojourn down there. And that was a whole prophetic picture of something going on. Um, because the sin of the Amorites was not, Amorites was not quite full. Well, I'll tell you what. It, the sin of these wicked is full. It is judgment time. And, you know, the title of this is, the point is, when Elohim, or when God weaponizes himself. Okay, you can think the police are getting, our youth are getting weaponized. Oh my gosh, it's, it's everywhere. Okay, this level of using each other and, and things, you know, as a weaponization. But I'll tell you what, it's nothing compared to what's, coming upon us now in these birthing is the weaponization of God himself because he is going to fight against these wicked and he's going to win. You ain't seen nothing yet. See, people don't understand the left side of Elohim, the judgments of God and what he has at his disposal. Many nations, he took down Egypt, he took down Bama, he's taken down so many wicked nations and he's about ready to take down for all time the, la- the remnants of the nations that continue to fight against him and against his people. So uh, come out of her by people, come out of Babylon. It's about to get become total toast. And Babylon is used, it's not the country in Iraq. You know, it's not over there. It, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a dominion, it's a place in your mind, Babylon, where you just serve, the, you serve Satan and his wickedness, knowingly or unknowingly. Okay, so let's talk about the fruit of wickedness or, or what the, yeah, the fruit of wickedness. We know the fruit of the spirit is love and joy and peace and goodness. You know, what's wrong with that? And it'll produce a peaceable kingdom, right? Well, the fruit of the wicked. Well, let's talk about it from the get-go. These people have been murderers. 
shed blood, shed innocent blood. Uh, adulterers, sexual immorality. They, they practice magic arts. This is, the, this is the secret of the secret combinations, how to um, really, it, it, it's a lot of this, is, is how to create the smoke and mirrors, so to speak, that, so that nobody know, will know that it's you, you're the man behind the curtain. We're not fighting racism. We're not fighting, police brutality has been weaponized and it, to go against racism, what's been weaponized, weaponized, all right? This is what I wanted to say, too, because what I think is really, this is the point. If people are familiar with the Book of Enoch. When, when the watcher angels, the sons of the watch, came to Enoch and said, look, will you go up to the high God? Because they, they had gotten a dream. Two of them had gotten a dream of their destruction. And they were like, freaked. Oh, my gosh. And so they went to Enoch and they said, would you please go up, to, go up to Elohim and ask him, we'll repent, we're ready, we'll repent, we'll do whatever it takes, but don't let this destruction come upon us. Enoch, and I don't know why he did, but, you know, Adamites are fundamentally, this is a part, we're fundamentally good and just and want to see goodness and justice. So Enoch is like, okay, he went to the father, the whole point allegory and father said, uh-uh, it ain't gonna happen. Uh-uh, these people are beyond repair they have totally muckied up my whole creation and the people, my people cannot live in it anymore in justice. And no, they're, they're, the decree for their destruction has gone out. And God literally did. That's when he weaponized himself and the flood came and wiped them all out. Well, we're told again in second Peter, we're told throughout all the prophets, it's going to happen again. And this is it. God is done. He is in this praise Elohim with the end of this cycle the last of the seventh, the sixth day, and we're going to go into the peaceable kingdom, this one. But I'll tell you what, people, I'll tell you a little secret. If you want to stay safe, <laughs> go into your house and shut the door. Now, that can be literally, but figuratively, you know, don't partake of her sins or you will receive her judgment. Her referring to the earth. The earth is always feminine, Okay. That's where we're all living down here, on the earth, all right? Now, the wicked, so let's keep going. The wicked, this is all about, about Revelation 9.21, Revelation 21.28, uh, 2 Chronicles 33.6. It's a continual cycle, all right? Um, let me say one more thing. And it comes from the concept where in Genesis, when Eve, after, you know, all the dirty deeds were done, so to speak, and the father is there, it's like, okay, what did you guys do? And... You know, the judgments come. You always, there's always consequences to everything. This is another thing that people need to understand. <laughs> but anyways, um, in the cycle of things, it was clear that he said, the seed of the woman, sometimes she will be up, sometimes you will be up. Meaning sometimes the righteous do rule in the world. And sometimes, you know, we have some really glorious times where there was uh, a greater amount. The greater was the truth and the righteousness and, and um, the upholding of Torah in a culture. The flip side is when they rule, or that sometimes he's going to be up. So we're in, we live right now in our country, totally the wicked, totally the wicked rule and are ruling over us. But, we, the, but the remnant is waking up. And I continue to say, wake, wake up, remnant, wake up. And now our voice needs to be heard. That, so anyways, but we're back onto their, 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 their adulterers. They practice magic arts, which is all of these people. And it's so prevalent today. Look at these things where you can, spells and things to, 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 to unknowingly you know, take down your enemy. 
I mean, there's so many, because you're in covenant with angels. I can't go into too deep. You are, you are actually making covenant agreements, packs, things with, with highly caustic spiritual energies that are commanded, you know, that you can command to go out and, and do your dirty work for you. There's nothing new under the sun. So they're, so they're thefts, they're thieves. Well, isn't that, um, <laughs> take the, um, the Federal Reserve, I mean, total thieves. They just steal from us. Oh my gosh, there's so many categories of theft, but that's one of their fruits. They steal. All right, they're cowardly. And this is a very important word to understand because, you know, I was talking about the Laodicean church and the level of leadership we have in this country, which is so appalling. Cowards won't even stand up to a couple of godless policies. What are you going to do, people, when the real prophetic shit hits the fan? If you can't stand up now in a little civil disobedience against some of this stuff, these policies, what are you going to do when the day of trial really comes? All right. The unbelieving, obviously, they believe Satan is their God, just like Cain. I mean, he thought Cain, obviously Cain thought that he loved wickedness, but that he saw power in it. So he thought that, that Satan was a perfectly equivalent God to to Yahweh Elohim. Well, it, I don't think so, but people make decisions. They're idolaters. They worship anything from false doctrine to false gods to false um, lifestyles. They're just They love a falsehood. Liars, we know that. And no liar will inherit the kingdom of heaven. But they're not. See, these aren't people that just fall into sin once in a while. I want to make a distinction. All of us. Hey, I want to tell you a story. The other day, <laughs> talking about lying. I couldn't believe it. I was talking to a friend and they called me at just at kind of a bad time. I was sort of dealing with stuff in my life. I had put up some fires. I was under a little bit stressed and stuff and they needed help from me. They want, and I, I couldn't, I was so, I couldn't, I just, I'm human. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I, I bold, it came out of my mouth so fast. Even since they said, let's talk later. I just said, I just said, I can't, I can't, I can't help you right now. I have to go somewhere with my son. And the minute I said it, I was like, oh my gosh, that was a total bold-faced lie. <laughs> I don't go to work myself. I just, why would, I couldn't, I can't deal with it. Instead of just being honest or whatever, taking the time, whatever. I mean, we are all prone to sin, let me tell you. But I'll tell you another secret, I don't practice lying. You basically can trust me. <laughs> I'm not going to practice lying. But to illustrate that, yeah, we all fall into sin. But the, the saint will immediately recognize it, repent. I'm like, I can't believe I just did that. All right? And just get back into fellowship and move on and pick up your sword and keep fighting. But that's not like these wicked. They practice lies. They look for ways to lie, deceive, to cheat, to steal. I mean, this is the whole point. But, okay, how about all these other practices? And see, this is what's coming out today, people. These people are still with us. They are totally, have been in control and because of our media and all this stuff, it's been hidden from us, but not hidden anymore. So many people are waking up, and we need to shout this from the mountaintops. But, you know, drinking of blood, sacrificing of animals, sacrificing of children, this is not new. I mean, people, you know what gets me at the media? Oh, I just, I really do hate our media today. I just really do. It's so obvious. But, uh, you know, you go online and look up the statistics for missing children, just in America. Huge. I don't know why we have way more, quote unquote, missing children statistics than like the UK or some of these other countries. It's better. But um, 
800,000 was one statistic I found. 800,000 children go missing in America every year. And I'm thinking to myself, how can eight, and nobody hears boo about it? How can that be? I mean, if I was a mom and I lost my, my kid, and, and, and I'd be freaking and screaming. <laughs> Where? But you don't hear any of it. You know, Amber Alerts today, we get a couple of things. But where is the uproar? Even if it's 10,000. Okay, let's say, so maybe 800,000 is a gross exaggeration in the numbers, but they're not, they're usually between 200,000 to 800,000. But let's give it, let's say 50,000. Where are the moms? What mother would just lay down, oh, my kid's gone, whatever. Okay, there's something really wrong. So, and this has happened to Israel. I mean, the whole story of the Valley of Ben Hinn and what was going on, Baal Peor. There are so many instances. Don't think, don't think, Saint, that you're immune from this stuff. If you don't stay vigilant, the top of your game, plugged into Yahweh Elohim, you're sitting duck to be deceived. And that's what we're seeing. And the fact they've taken our children. You know, I'm sorry, you know, it's it, this is this is maybe I shouldn't lower myself to the world, but in a lot of ways. I'm just, you know, I, I listen to this guy. He's like, fuck Harvard, fuck Princeton, and fuck you people have totally. Princeton, Harvard, and Yale represent, these were some of the foundational universities built by the, 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 the Ephraimite believers, the, 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 the Christians who knew their God, who studied their God. These were the foundational schools built in the Northeast in the beginning to train up righteous powerful leaders and look where they are look at the leaders they're giving us oh my god like it's just it's just crazy okay so we have to say that this is nothing new under the sun this has always been with but if we don't start to get a grip to begin to see truth for what it is and to be able to explain to people and give people a chance to really See what's going on in the bigger picture to expose these. Because, see, this is the point. These elitists, you know, they say 3%, you know, these elitists. And it's like one, two, three. Okay? So the first group, maybe they, the love of money gets people in. Seriously. The, is the root of all evil. Second level, you begin to see, wow, there's power. I can't, I secret combination. Uh, there is power. Third, you just, you just make the pact with Satan and you're just, you're just a tool. You're just a tool trying to utterly destroy um, Yahweh's people. Why do the heathen rage? Why do they? Well, energetically, they are possessed by demonic entities that are shaking their fist at Elohim because they know of their utter destruction and demise. Why do you think the demon that, you know, in Yeshua cast out is like, oh no, are you going to cast me out before the time? I mean, they know they have authority to go out and deceive the nations, the unbelieving, the unwary, the, the stupid, the simple in the way. Okay? So let's get smart, people. Let's get smart. So if you want to fix injustice, I don't think marching in the streets and allowing, see this is what they're allowing the infiltrators to come in and wreck the havoc and the chaos and the destruction and the death and then just be okay with it. What, what's up with that? Okay, let's call a spade a spade. If you have a movement, this is, you know, this is the other thing. 
one of my not new pet peeves I got to do is how they have taken the 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 righteous foundation of Yale and Harvard and Princeton and the other founding institutions to train up and give us leadership that are moral, ethical, educated, knowledgeable, and have good mitos to lead. This is the biggest lie we believe today and the youth. See, this is why, um, because if you don't have good mitos, which is character, you're not a godly person. Why would godly people allow unrighteous people to rule them, especially in a country like America where we have a system where we can, when they get exposed, vote them out or get rid of them, but we won't. We just don't. We just love to look at the images that the, Satan puts in front of our eyes. Just like, you know, they just, I'm not going to name names, whatever. We've got to get discern we've got to get smarter we've got to open up our eyes people this is a battle this is a fight to the finish the godless what you're hearing today what's going on in the world as the nations are assembling themselves against the god of israel and his people and the armageddon is coming but let me think armageddon is not going to be some little regional battle this is going to be galactic all the different fallen entities you know as they get cast down to the earth are going to fight against Mashiach and his people. They're going to be assembled together. It's going to be a fight. And in this sense, yeah, there's going to be a lot of blood. There's going to be a lot. There is. There is. But at that point, the wicked get wholly given over to wickedness. I mean, I can't help it. You can come out. You have within you. Because, you know, Cain was half. This was the point. The father said, look at Cain. Why, why are you listening you know, Eve, he had half and half chance. He had half Eve and half. Because everybody's got a 50-50 chance in this thing. All right? Why, turn to the Father. He will turn to you. The whole point is we have free will. That's, that is the number one factor that's in the system, so to speak, is the free will of the sons of Adam. Choose you this day. It was the same for Cain. The father said to Cain, why, why did you do that? I would have helped you. If you'd asked me, I could totally have flooded you with everything you needed to overcome the evil inclination. But Cain did not choose that. He loved wickedness. See, this is the other people that love to practice wickedness. I say, get, the, get rid of them. I'm done with it. I'm so ready to go into a peaceable kingdom. So I don't know about you. But that's where I am. I'm done with this world. You know, the fiery judgment. See, this is what people need to understand. The key words, he destroyed the, the ancient world by the flood because they had totally, you know, rewired the whole creation, not only genetically, but energetically and vibrationally, you know, in so many different ways. So it was completely worthless. It, it, it just wasn't even, what, there was nothing left to save. We're at the end, the same at the end of the age. People, you have to love righteousness. If you don't love righteousness, you will never stand in this judgment. But the fiery trial, that is judgments. God is a God of judgment and he is weaponizing himself and he is going to fight against these nations. And I say, bring it on because it's time. It's time. So on that note, 
Shalom, blessings, and I will see you again, hopefully, <laughs> in the next video. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Maybe you have some questions or would like to share your thoughts. Liz would love to chat with you about it, so head on over to the website, theelectlife.org. Or if you prefer, you can leave your comments on the Liz McGee YouTube channel. And if you're over on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell. Tune in next week as Liz brings out more on the mysteries that matter and more food for the soul. Thanks for tuning in.